This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's OBHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Do you love adventure? You miss being able to travel? Well, listeners, you're about to tune into a very unusual episode. And serving as your tour guide is our very special guest. And trust me, she's got quite a tale to tell. She is known as the Pet Lady and is often a go-to pet expert guest on many television news shows. She is also the owner of a very successful pet marketing business called Whitegate PR, and she finds time to be an adjunct professor. But what she's doing now and where she is are a complete 180 from the TV studios and the hustle and bustle of her New York City base. Please give pause and applause to the remarkable and resilient Dana Humphrey. Welcome to the show, Dana. Thank you so much, Arden. I'm thrilled to be here. All right. Now, listeners, Dana is Skyping in, not from New York City, but from a remote area in Guatemala where she has been stuck quarantining with 11 strangers. They're not so strangers now since the (laughs) coronavirus closed the borders. Yet, she's not only surviving, she's thriving. And what she has to say just may inspire you. So we're going to find out how about all this after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox shampoo and conditioner to the rescue. Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Dana Humphrey, a.k.a. the Pet Lady. Now, while most of us are SIP, sheltering in place in our homes, Dana is SIP. That is, what does that stand for, Dana? Stranded in paradise. All right. In a very uh, remote area of Guatemala. Um, I I wish we had more than a half hour because trust me, you're going to give us a lot of good life lessons, how to survive, how to thrive. But can you back us up to the date, March 14th? That's right. I've been here almost exactly two months and was in my apartment in, in New York City and just finished a yoga class and I had my bags packed and decided to jump on a plane and fly here to Guatemala just a couple of days um, before they were closing their borders to Americans and Canadians. Wow. And and you are both. It's been an amazing adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm both. I'm both. Exactly. So um, I got both, <laughs> both passports with me. But I mean, even the process of um, just going through the airport, the airports were a lot actually busier than I expected and getting on the plane and where traveling and flying with my mask on and arriving in Guatemala where they took my temperature. They took everyone's temperature on the plane before deboarding. Wow. And what was the you purpose know, of the trip? What was the purpose? So I had already, I had planned to come down here for a retreat, uh, a week long retreat. And so I had already, you know, had my out of office on and already had my, you know, my clients ready, knowing that I was going to be away and, had all my things taken care of. But of course, once I got here, um, things had changed and the the retreat was no longer happening. So and you get off, if I may ask you, you get off the plane yeah. thinking, you know what, this is no big deal. I'm I'm used to, you know, things happening. I live I live in New York City. Things are cool. Get off the plane and then it's not what you expect. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, at the same time, you know, I arrived to the airport. I, I went on my app on Airbnb and I found an Airbnb. I was in Guatemala City and they have Uber and they had Airbnb. So wow. I, I got an Uber. I got to my Airbnb. And as soon as I arrived into my Airbnb safely and securely, and I went to go check the Wi-Fi password. And the Wi-Fi password was Winston, which is my was my pug's name. And I just knew that I was in the right place at the right time and doing the right thing. And and also the next morning, I saw, I went for a little walk around the neighborhood I was in and I saw uh, an older man with a pug and I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here That's doing the thing. So I felt reassured that any apprehension I had had about jumping on that plane was kind of dissipated in that moment when those kind of two synchronicities happened for me. But then after that, I, I made my way to the lake, Lake Atitlan. Mm-hmm. And took a boat to this uh, tiny little village called San Marcos. Um, about 500 people live here. Wow. And I connected with a Canadian who was kind of in my same situation. And she helped me find a cozy little yurt that was complete with a kitty that lived there. And oh, this kitty. Please tell me the cat's this- name is Winston. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Um, the kitty's name was shadow. Okay. The kitty's name shadow. And she just, she was 
just wanted to be my friend. I mean, I was, you know, staying in this little yurt and I was working on my laptop and being outside and she was just adamant about being in my lap and getting pet by me. And she was such a cutie, but I was welcomed by most people. They know what a yurt is, but this is kind of a, it's like a teepee, isn't it? When you describe it with a little more modern conveniences. Yeah, it's it was definitely like glamping. You know, it's like a yeah. fancy, uh, fancy tent, basically. Okay. And then just um, a couple days after that, I, I united with these eleven fabulous roommates, and we moved into a big house on the lake, and we've been here ever since. So the whole retreat obviously was canceled, and all these other people. Tell us about the uh, mighty dozen, the the dandy dozen, including <laughs> you. So these people are, I understand, from ages 23 to 40. None of you really knew each other. And how did you all get together to figure out, hey, let's rent this house? Well, we were all kind of in the same situation from different countries. We'd all flown here for the retreat from, um, from the UK, from Australia, from Spain, Mexico, Israel, you know, lots of different, different places. And so one of the dozen lives here in Guatemala. And so he was able to help us um, find this amazing house that we're in. So never in your wildest dreams, did you ever expect you'd be uh, cozying up with a cat named Shadow and then having now 11 new friends? It, It sounds almost like a Gilligan's Island kind of adventure. This was supposed to be a one week tour, a one week retreat, and uh, it's turned into months. So um, did you ever, I know you're too young, but do you ever, you know, the premise of- I know Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah, All right, all right. So how do you compare that to this? I mean, none of you knew really knew each other and you really aren't going anywhere, are you? (laughs) You know, it's funny. So since we've been here, we've had, we've actually celebrated two of our housemates' 40th birthdays. And one of them was just this past weekend. And, you know, we kind of were joking back in March or April that, wow, maybe, you know, maybe we'll still be here for your 40th birthday. And now it's come (laughs) and gone and here we are. So yeah, this Lake Lake Atitlan is a special place and it's known as a, an energy vortex. And so in a way it, maybe it's keeping us all here. There you go. Yeah. Well, I want to shock and also um, applaud. You have beautiful chestnut brown hair, but no more. (laughs) So tell us, uh, tell our listeners what you did a few days ago. Well, yes. So I have been dyeing my hair for a very long time since I'm about 12 years old. But yes, my natural ma- natural color is, is, is brown. Mm-hmm. And last week on the full moon on May 7th, we had a full moon fire ceremony where I released the three braids. One braid was for the past, one braid was for the present, and one braid was for the future, paying it forward. And so we had this beautiful um, ceremony with all the housemates here. Everyone wore white and it was like an early morning full moon ceremony. And um, I borrowed a clipper from from a neighbor here. And one of my housemates, his name is Sam, did the honor of shaving my head. (laughs) Oh my gosh, how's it feel? feels so good. It feels so light and free. I have to be careful with the sun, but I got some local local homemade sunscreen. So um, it feels good. It feels really, really good. 
I want everybody after the show to please go on the Facebook page for Dana Humphrey, <laughs> and you're going to see some amazing videos and other inspirations. Your tail, even though you're stuck in a tiny area of Guatemala, got the uh, the ears, the eyes of an attention of today, as in NBC Today, correct? So tell us about the article, and, and, and I love the title, guys. It's called, How 11 Complete Strangers Became My Quarantine Family. So how did this all happen? There was, I saw there was a reporter from the Today Show looking for um, a story on roommates. And I thought, well, we have kind of an interesting roommate situation <laughs> yeah. going on here. You know, I've, yeah. I've lived alone for the past 12 years, you know, mas o menos. And um, so this is the first time I've really had roommates in a really long time. And mm-hmm. so I kind of shared shared our story and they were interested and asked a lot more questions. So yeah, we were featured just uh, just a few days ago, and it was also picked up by Yahoo News. Actually, mm-hmm. the the woman who is renting us um, this house here in Guatemala, Guatemalan woman, saw the article on Yahoo News and messaged us like, "Oh, I love it! You guys are great!" <laughs> <laughs> wow. And in doing all this, I mean, you've got twelve people, and how many rooms are there? I understand. Well, and this is a technique I want you to tell people because some of us are feeling a little frustrated, Dana. We're stuck with our family. Those that have our pets are really blessed. But you and the 11 others are making it work. So there's a lot of lessons. And we're going to talk more about some of the lessons after we take a break. But before we take a break, can you please explain to me what do you mean by radical discontinuity? (laughs) Woo! That's a mouthful. Woo! Yes. So so part of the... Part of what makes this really work well for us is the fact that we practice radical discontinuity. And that can be everything from, it's basically like just retraining your brain to do things differently. Um, it could be as simple as, you know, brushing your teeth with your left hand if you're a righty and just changing up the way that you do things and seeing how that affects your day. So we have a big house and we have a big yard and we have a lot of space, but we have about five rooms and two of the rooms are more like a dorm style. But how we make it fair for everyone is one of the ways we practice radical discontinuity is by changing rooms. So every single morning at 9am, we have a circle and we all meet up and everyone check does a quick check in on how they're feeling about the day. So we know where everyone's at. Then we go through logistics, who's cooking, and then we also change rooms about once a week or every 10 days so that, you know, we shift our perspective, we shift our roommates, and we actually use nature items to pick those. So if I pick out a yellow flower and two other people pick out a yellow flower, then I'm in the room with them. (laughs) That sounds good. Hey guys, I've known Dana a long time from when she was just getting out of college in San Diego to being a very successful pet professional in uh, New York City. Never expected to be talking to her from being in a remote area of Guatemala. But you know what I've learned with Dana? Anything is possible. Folks, we're going to talk about some things that she's learned by being quarantined with 11 other strangers who are now good friends and how that might help us cope with covid right after we take this quick commercial break. So sit, stay, we'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here with my very happy dog, Kona. Hey, 
We enjoy getting deliveries and surprise, surprise, so do our dogs. Right, Kona? With a Kong Box subscription, your dog gets two great toys, three delicious treats, plus two recipes or tips delivered to your home every month or every other month. Now, Kona spun in a circle and wagged her tail like a fan on high speed when her Kong box arrived. She received a stuffed bear toy with squeaker, chicken-flavored Kong bites, plus a Kong goodie bone, a Kong classic I stuffed with a Kong sweet potato spread. The box also came with a training tip to deal with boredom and a recipe to make Toby's tasty treats. Possum, your turn to treat your dog for a limited time when you sign up for a 6- or 12-month subscription and donate $1 to Best Friends Animal Society to help other dogs in need. You can get your first Kong box free. After that, you receive a new box every month or every other month, custom for your dog for as little as $29.95, and shipping is free. So dash over to kongbox.com slash behave to get your first Kong box free with your subscription and a dollar donation. Kongbox.com slash behave. That's kongbox.com slash behave. It's time to wrap this up because Kona's letting me know it's time for me to stuff her Kong goodie bone. Good girl. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. As mentioned, we are speaking with Dana Humphrey, a.k.a. the Pet Lady. This is a lady who's in New York City, and she's kicking tail, as we might say. She's helping pets. She's on TV. She's writing a book. She works as uh, the president of White Gate PR. She finds time to be an adjunct professor. She sponsors a lot of events for pets. She really has pets in her sights for bringing out the best. But now we're talking to her and she's in Guatemala. There Are there any kind of friendly animals out there, a, a nice iguana or anything that you're you're hanging out oh, with? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a lot of animals here. Oh, so okay. I can tell you about our, our pack. Every night around dusk, we see a possum. He's a very docile possum and he goes from the big tree into the bushes and we call him Dossie. <laughs> and there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a cat. There's a white and black cat that doesn't live here. Apparently, it's the neighbor's cat, but she spends most of her time here. And she is super friendly. We've named her Regina. Okay. (laughs) And then there's a lot of street dogs here. Dogs that just, they have, a lot of them have collars, but they roam free. They're healthy. They're clean. They get fed, but they come and visit us. We have a big yard that's available for them to access. And um, there's one dog in particular that we have named Fishy. Fishy. Uh, we also call him Pescado. Okay. Uh, the first the first day that we met him, he smelled like fish, and that's oh. how he got his name. <laughs> uh-huh. But since then, he's gotten a bath. He smells amazing, and he's super friendly. He loves hanging out with us. Um, he sleeps on our patio. He brings us gifts like random shoes. Really? And he's um, <laughs> he's a very welcome member of our family. So you're stuck in quarantine. A lot of people are, and they're in their home, and they love their family, but the kids are driving them nuts. Maybe the spouse, 
the one uh, good vibe is the cat, dog, or other other pet. So you're in a yeah. situation that's very unique, and it could be very stressful. So you don't you didn't know these people, and you're in a foreign country. What are some tips that you could maybe offer some folks here to help them get through the day and and not only, as I said earlier, survive, but thrive and maybe smile? What, what are some life lessons you're learning from being in this situation in Guatemala? Probably the, the biggest lesson that I've learned is about the importance of communication. And okay. I know that seems kind of like an easy one. But there's so many ripples of the way that works of just really, you know, expressing your truth and, you know, being honest with the people that you're living with. Something that we do that could be applied to a family dynamic is the queens. We call it the queens. So um, it could be like in in a family, you have certain roles, right? Where maybe someone does mainly most of the cooking or someone does most of the laundry or most of the shopping, and maybe logistics for the home. And what we've done here is we call these different roles our queendoms. Okay. And every and we, and we also switch those, and that's part of our radical discontinuity. So every week we change who does laundry, who's in charge of the pantry, you know, who is watching out for security, um, who's making sure that the meals are happening, who's in charge of the kitchen and the dishes. And it, uh, we also have a kitty kitty. So who's in charge of the kitty, which is like the money. So we, okay. we pool our money and we buy things that way. And by switching these roles, you know, like for me, for example, like activities queen is something I, I really enjoy. And a logistics queen is something that I could do like in my sleep. But switching queens and doing things out of my comfort zone really gives me an appreciation for those other roles. Like, and, and so if, you know, when you're laundry queen, you see really like all the things that you need to do to make sure that everyone's happy with getting their laundry on time. And if it's mm-hmm. raining, going out and pulling it in. And so it's really created a nice appreciation of when someone else is in that role that you maybe already been in, you know, the struggles of it, you know, the joys of it, and you can have a little bit more compassion for that person while they're, while they're trying to do that task to make the house flow more smoothly. I like that concept of switching roles and getting out of your comfort zone. So for folks that are here at home, maybe the person that always cooks or does the laundry, switch it up. And I love the idea of just brushing your teeth with your opposite hand. <laughs> it sounds, it, it does sound little, but it's powerful, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, just finding, finding ways to express yourself, you know, whether it's dancing or getting a little painting going on. I've been here, I've been finding like random scraps of wood and using some pastels and just painting the wood and just seeing what I can do to utilize my creative outlet that, you know, likes to, likes to have a space as well. Okay. And then, uh, so we've got uh, expressing yourself, your, your truth. I like that. And expressing your creative side. What do you do though? Cause you know, even if you are stranded in paradise, you got to feel a little stressed at times. You're not at home. You're not seeing your family. A lot of people are. So how do you guys tackle that feeling of isolation or stress? 
So everyone here has struggled with uh, moments of isolation and we talk about it and we, you know, really part of the morning circle is a huge part of that is everyone just shares for one minute, sometimes one minute and 10 seconds, sometimes a minute and 30 seconds. It's just a really quick check-in on how I'm, how I'm doing right now. You know, I didn't sleep well or I slept great. You know, I'm really hungry or I just had a beautiful meal. It's like really just checking in on and sharing where you're at so that your other housemates know what's going on with you. And maybe they'll, you know, not take it personally when you, you know, don't want to do that an invitation with them. So that's, you know, that's a really big one of, I can imagine if in my family, if we were to take a minute to each share how we're doing, that that would really help things and also help this, this thought of isolation because it's something that we all struggle with and just knowing that we're never really you're never really isolated there's always someone in your support circle that you can call that you can message that you can reach out to that would be happy to you know hear from you and support you something else that we do is emotional release okay so if i'm feeling angry or sad or grumpy you know it's important to move that energy so it could be like doing some jumping jacks or just shaking or we do something called a hand scream where you put your hands over your mouth and you do a silent scream into your hands. That really oh, wow. helps. Really? Get that I like frustration that. Frustration out of your body. Yeah. And you just give yourself a little wiggle, give yourself a little silent hand scream. Whew, that'll help, you know, release some of that, whatever's going on for you, that negative emotion that you might be having. Instead I know. Of just keeping it in. Right. I think uh, you're going to be the good doctor when you get back. Um, how do you get money and all that? Is it things easy to be able? I know we live in a, a nice, you know, e-world, if you will, but are you able to, I know you guys have a kitty kitty, so, and, <laughs> and, and you have a Wi-Fi, and, and as we've known, it's pretty strong. So, I mean, how are you doing financially and how do you, you know, get to communicate to your family in Canada? So yeah, it's, it's amazing actually how good the Wi-Fi is. We have with all 12 of us, 12 adults who are all working remotely from here. And I would have to say pretty heavy users on Wi-Fi and somehow we make it. We have a few days here and there where it doesn't work as well, but you know, we're, we're making through, we have, you know, someone here who's a web programmer. We have a, a videographer, uh, we have a graphic designer. So we have people who are, you know, we're all using the Wi-Fi constantly all day to kind of get our jobs done. And okay. for the most part, most of us are, are working from here. But as far as the way we do things, we pay our rent via PayPal. So that's pretty easy. And there's one ATM in town and it gets refilled every morning. And so it's, um, you know, it's a quick walk away when the first, the first two weeks when we were here, it was a little bit scarier. There was days when the, you know, a few days in a row when the ATM was empty and we were a little concerned, but, um, you know, no one's panicking here. We're taking it easy. We're taking it one day at a time. When we need money, we put our mask on and we walk to the ATM and we get the money that we need. And um, basically we pull our money together each week to pay for things like water, Wi-Fi, and we buy food together. So okay. we buy local produce and we buy food and we cook meals together. And have you guys started any kind of a garden or anything? I know you didn't expect to be here as long as you are, but have you done anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> We, we do have an avocado seed that is trying to sprout some roots right now, but, and we have a 
big, beautiful garden with tons of flowers and tons of trees and tons of birds. It's amazing. We've had several discussions about making a, a vegetable garden, but nothing has really moved forward on that yet. Are you able to get that produce easily in town? We are super blessed with the fruit and vegetables that we get here. We get bananas and papaya and avocados and a lot of things are grown locally right here in this town. And yeah, we're able to get lots of fresh produce. So what do you do if you have a hankering for a hamburger? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so also we all eat the same. It's it's amazing. We're all all vegetarian and gluten-free. Good, good. I mean... So as a house, we pretty much eat all the same things. We do get something, some kind of like special things we do is we get coconuts delivered. So we have fresh coconut juice and we also get tahini delivered. Um, we get bulk tahini. So what is, that's what is tahini? Like a, what is that? It's like, a, it's like a sesame spread. It's kind of like a peanut butter, but it's oh, a little nice. more savory. Uh-huh. The two Israelis in the group turned us on to tahini and now we can't live without it. So, um, <laughs> we so every, yeah. have you heard anything about how long you think you might be there? Or who do you check in with to find what's going on? So I am in touch with the U.S. Embassy in Guatemala. And I also just, I've been in, in email correspondence with United Airlines because I heard, um, I heard a rumor that there was going to be a flight on June 2nd. Mm-hmm. And they emailed me back and said, well, there is a flight on June 2nd, but we're not going to book you on it because it's probably going to be canceled. So email, email us back in two weeks. Okay. So I will do that. But the latest news on the street is that borders are going to open July 9th. Okay. And I know you're writing a book now because you've you told me about that and you're happy to share that. But come on, Dana, what do you think you got right here in your hand? A book. This experience. Have you been <laughs> taking down notes or anything? <laughs> Yes, definitely. I think all um, of you should share the the book. And uh, wouldn't that be neat that you all write a book together? That would be amazing. We're already planning our, you know, our reunions down the road. <laughs> really? <laughs> so we can so we can meet again. Yeah. All right. Any parting message you want to give? I'm just happy you're happy, and I'm happy that you're healthy. And I know that this has been a life altering situation for you. Yeah, I'm super, you know, I'm super grateful to be here. One of our housemates here has a has a company called Live More Perfect Days and he's basically been teaching us about the importance of gratitude. And so we all start every single morning with a gratitude journal just nice. sharing like what we're grateful for and it's a, it's a game changer. It changes, you know, it, it helps me shift my own perspective on, you know, what really matters. Cause it's easy to get sucked into the doom and gloom and the fear and, you know, but it's also really easy to just focus on what you have and what's good. Another rule that we have here is that we don't talk about the news. We okay. don't talk about anything in the news. And so that really helps us focus on love versus fear. And that just, you know, it helps our our overall vibe. I love that. Focus on love, not fear. I think that's a perfect, powerful message to give all of us, no matter whether we're staying in place, stranded in paradise or whatever. But it has been a real blessing to get to hear your voice, that laugh of yours, and to know that you are doing the best you can and you're sharing a lot of powerful ways that we can all up our game too, Dana. <laughs> well, 
Well, thanks, Arden. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and I'm honored to be a guest on Pet Life Radio. Hey, Dana, I know you're stuck in Guatemala, but we need to give people a little bit ways to get hold of you if they want to check in. So you want to give some of your social media or websites right now? Sure. You can visit thepetlady.net. You can visit whitegatepr.com. And my Instagram is at Dana K. Humphrey. And so is my Twitter at Dana K. Humphrey. And you can also check me out on Facebook. I have a bunch of different pages on Facebook under Dana Humphrey. That sounds great. Bless you. And thank you for your blessings. And at this time, also, I want to give a shout out to Mark Winner, our executive producer of Pet Life Radio. You want to say anything to Mark, Um, Dana? Because you guys are buds. Come on. Yeah. Big shout out to Mark. Thanks for all you do, making this sound amazing and keeping this show going strong. Yes. So we have blessings. We have Dana thriving in Guatemala. And here in Dallas, I am blessed to be married to somebody that I actually like and love. And we've had a great time. We actually adopted a dog, Dana, during this episode. We call her our pandemic pup. Her name is Emma, as in who am I? She is a little eight-pound Shih Tzu Silky Terrier mix that was just wandering our streets and had no collar, no microchip. And obviously, we did everything we could to find who she belonged to. But we realized maybe when we got her checked at the vet, she tested high for heartworm and we think that maybe someone was in a financial pinch or maybe had a health issue and hoped somebody would take her and i gotta tell you we're going through all the protocols she's getting healthier every day and she is a wonderful addition to the furry brady bunch so i now have a pocket pal named emma dana oh that's so sweet welcome emma emma's a good i wanted to give her a nice name not a here, princess. Here, little fluff ball. I wanted her to have a really classy chick name. So, you know, the size, you know. And what it is. <laughs> Everyone, please be good to yourselves. Take some of the lessons that Dana has shared with us. Learn how to dance, paint, you know, focus on love, not fear. You know, be able to express yourself. That silent scream, the hand over the mouth, may just do you wonders. So... We had a lot of good gems coming from Dana Humphrey today. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.